I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday. It is June the 13th, and I think we might be setting some records today for the heat. It is a warm one, and uh, today and tomorrow both. But, you know, I first of all, I thank the Lord uh, that we're not out under a tent like we were last year this time of year. And then uh, even I was thinking last week we had our uh, summer revival, and that was inside, air-conditioned, padded pews, and uh, we are spoiled, I understand that, but I hope you're having a good day, and if you're working outside today, I hope you can get off early, I hope you can get some, uh, get a break, get some water, or do something, because it is warm, but uh, what a wonderful time, and what a wonderful opportunity we have today to come to you on the Winning Side broadcast. We welcome you on 95.9 FM, uh, those on the radio app, and those on our podcast, we welcome you, and then those that are watching on Facebook, book and those that are watching on YouTube. Now those, those of you that are watching today, I need your help. Um, I think I look okay. I mean I'm not saying I you know it's a, I'm not saying it's a good hair day. I'm not going that far, but I think I look okay. I feel good, but I know my voice sounds pretty rough. So those of you listening on the radio, I apologize for that. Um, it, uh, it sounds pretty deep and pretty gruff, but I feel good today. And uh, we had a great day in church yesterday, and we're looking forward to a great week together. And uh, I thank the Lord for the summertime. I thank the Lord for uh, vacations. And if you've not taken a vacation yet, I hope you get a chance to go on vacation and get to relax and uh, to enjoy yourself. Uh, my wife and I laugh. We're at the point with vacations that it's not relaxing with five small children. It's fun, uh, but it's not relaxing. Uh, but we had a wonderful time in Iowa a couple weeks ago. And then uh, this past week, uh, we had revival Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then we had our teen retreat that my wife and I and our kids, we got to go and be a part of that. And uh, we went 100 miles an hour yesterday, and we're feeling good. And uh, we thank the Lord for the privilege that we have to serve Him. Hope you never take it for granted. Uh, sometimes when you get tired or sometimes when you get worn out, uh, you say, well, that's the time to quit. No, that's not the time to quit. That's the time to stick with it. The Bible says, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. You just got to keep on going. Just keep serving God. Keep trusting Him. Uh, stay in the Bible. Stay on your knees. And, and God will get you through. And reaping day is coming. We shall reap if we faint not. So many Christians, they, they quit uh, before reaping time. They quit before the blessings come. Just keep on going. God will take care of you. And uh, that's, a, that's a sermon for another day. But I hope it helped you today. Happy birthday yesterday to Brindley Dixon. Brindley, I got to see you yesterday. I hope you had a good day. And then a happy anniversary yesterday to Joe and Faye Nelson. Uh, I hope you had a wonderful day. And Brother Joe, we've been praying for you and praying God will strengthen you and uh, raise you up with your health. And then today, happy birthday uh, to Brother Dan Bybee. Uh, Brother Nathan, I should have written it down ahead of time. I forget if this is 50... 
51 or 52. I forget which one it is for Brother Dan, but it's his birthday today. And uh, happy birthday, Brother Dan. And uh, it's not 51. I think it's 41, but happy birthday today. We love picking on Brother Dan, and he loves to dish it out, let me tell you. Uh, we were teasing uh, last night in the service. He was sick yesterday, and I, I saw him this morning over at the school. He's doing better, I think. Uh, at least he acted like he was doing better. But uh, I, we were teasing last night that somebody brought in uh, a couple plates of fresh, freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. And uh, since Brother Dan was not here to receive them, uh, then uh, we just let some of our, our men at prayer meeting eat them and devour them. And Brother Dan texted me during the service and he said, hey, send them home with Kelly. And uh, I replied after the service that I'm so sorry, brother. There's only crumbs left, but boy, were they good. And so we were teasing about all that. But happy birthday, brother Dan. Uh, then happy birthday to Gene Dollum today. Happy birthday. And then happy birthday to Carolyn Miles. Hope you have a great day. Let's be in prayer today for our church. Uh, let's pray for our members. We've got members in the hospital. We've got those who've lost loved ones, pray for comfort. We've got those awaiting test results and those dealing with other uh, issues. Let's pray for one another. Uh, pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for our country. And our nation needs the Lord. Our nation needs to turn back to God. And let's pray that we would see revival. Here's a great song. I love hearing uh, the Apusan Trio. These are two sisters and a brother uh, that sing together. And they sing this song, Sheltered by His grace. I'm glad we've been sheltered. We've been protected from so much uh, by the grace of God. Hope you enjoy this song, and then after the song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 85. I've missed out on heartaches this world feels every day. And I've missed out on a broken home that would steal my joy away. I've missed out on all the things they said I'd miss out on. Oh, but somehow I'm a heart of peace while well, their good times are gone. I've been sheltered by His grace, kept in a safe place. Protected by the prayers of those who've always sought his face in a world of shifting sand. I can hold on to their hand, for they've guided me in how to run this race. And as the years go on, I'll be sheltered by his grace. can take the sin away that stained a soul for years. Grace can keep a life that's pure from shedding bitter tears. And the grace that brought me safe this far will safely lead me home. For the truth that they've instilled in me will last when they are by His grace, kept in a safe place, protected by the prayers of those who've always sought His face. In a world of shifting sand, I can hold on to their hand, for they've guided me in how 
go on, I'll be sheltered by His grace. And as the years go on, I'll be sheltered by His grace. Amen for that. Brother Nathan and I were just, just talking during the song. And I was listening to, I was listening with, uh, with, with an ear and I was talking, uh, not with my other ear, I was talking with my mouth, but, um, but we were talking and I told him, I said, you know, God's been so good to me and I know to Brother Nathan, but uh, we have been spared a whole lot and it's all because of God's grace. And if you're listening today and you have missed out on a lot of the, the heartache and the, the, the scars and the regrets and the guilt and the consequences of sin, uh, you ought to thank God for that. Thank God for a pastor or your parents or a Sunday school teacher or maybe it was a grandparent or uh, somebody uh, that helped you, that, that kept you from a life of sin. And by the way, if you're listening today and you say, I've, I was a part of that and I lived a life of sin, and uh, can I tell you, I'm glad there's forgiveness with the Lord and I'm glad that there's mercy with God and God can use your testimony uh, to help others and to keep others from going down that same path uh, it's not that uh, one person's better than the other. It's except for the grace of God, that could be us. And so I hope that song was a blessing. I have been sheltered. I've been protected by the grace of God. And all praise God for His amazing grace uh, in all of our lives. Let's look at Psalm 85. Uh, we saw Psalm 84 last week, and this was a psalm for the sons of Korah. Well, Psalm 85 is again a psalm for the sons of Korah, this does not say it was to be played upon or to be uh, be sung with Giddeth, with that the joy. But uh, I think uh, we've got a little bit different tone in this psalm. But it was written to the chief musician. So David sends this psalm to Asaph, the chief musician, uh, probably to be used in the public worship there in the tabernacle in the temple, uh, and for God's people, the the musicians. And uh, he says this in verse number one, Lord, thou hast been favorable unto thy land. Thou hast brought back the captivity of Jacob. Uh, boy, I hope, I hope you realize that God has blessed our land. Now, obviously, this is talking about the nation of Israel, but I think the application is we would have to look at the United States of America and say, God has been good to our country. God has blessed America. Uh, we would not be where we are today were it not for the grace of God. Uh, God shed His grace on thee. Well, it says, Thou hast been favorable unto the land. Thou hast brought back the captivity of Jacob. Thou hast forgiven the iniquity of thy people. Thou hast covered all their sin, Selah. Thou hast taken away all thy wrath. Thou hast turned thyself from the fierceness of thine anger. Verse 4, Turn us, O God of our salvation, and cause thine anger toward us, to cease. Verse 5, wilt thou be angry with us forever? Wilt thou draw out thine anger to all generations? Verse 6, wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? David cries out to God and says, God, won't you please, uh, we're begging you, please revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee. Charles Spurgeon said this, it is the prayer of a patriot for his afflicted country, in which he pleads the Lord's former mercies, and by faith he foresees 
brighter days. Now, I will tell you, by faith, I think we ought to foresee some brighter days in our country. I still believe that revival is possible. I still believe that God can turn this nation uh, back to himself. I love that song, the Epley family, they sing it. Uh, revival can happen, and I believe revival can happen because God is still on the throne, and I believe that revival can happen because God still hears the prayers of his people, and I believe we could see revival. But it ought to be our prayer if, if you love this country. And by the way, if you don't love this country, I'd encourage you to go find a country that you do love. Live there. Uh, but if you love this country, you ought to pray for this country. You ought to beg God every day to see this nation uh, uh, experience a God-sent, heaven-sent revival. But notice in this psalm a couple thoughts I'll give you. Uh, we won't get very far today, but we'll get started. Number one, we see the folly. It's actually found in verse number eight. We see folly. The word folly means foolishness. But this is what brought about captivity in the first place. This is what got the nation of Israel into a bad spot where they needed to be revived. It says in verse 8, I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints, but let them not turn again to folly. Folks, I want to tell you, it is foolish to go against God. It is foolish to turn away from God. It is foolish to live a life of sin. It is, a fool, it is foolish to live a life uh, based on what you want rather than what God says in His Word. God's people, they foolishly turned their backs on God, and because of that, God sent captivity. You say, well, pastor, uh, that's true for Israel, and they experienced captivity. We know that. They experienced uh, Assyrian captivity. Uh, then the nation of Judah experienced Babylonian captivity. We know all that, but that's not us. No, you're right. We're, we live in the United States of America where we still have uh, freedom and liberty and all those things. But I'm talking about spiritually, you can be in captivity. I'm talking about you could live in the United States of America and have a bill of rights and you could have all the freedom you want, but you could be in your own home. You could be in bondage. I'm not talking about, you know, actual chains and I'm not talking about shackles or handcuffs. I'm just talking about you could be in spiritual bondage today because of foolishness. Did you know you could be in captivity in your own home? You could be in captivity in your own church. I hope you don't feel like you're in captivity in your church because of the church, but maybe because of bitterness that you have uh, towards another church member, or maybe because of jealousy that you have towards somebody else, or maybe your ministry you feel like doesn't get the attention that another ministry gets, or so-and-so, they always get the spotlight. They always get to sing, and they never ask you. And in your life, you have put yourself in captivity. You have put yourself in bondage. You have literally, by being foolish in your thinking, you have caused yourself to be trapped. Uh, you can be in captivity uh, when you uh, become foolish in your thoughts and in your, uh, in your words and your actions. Notice verse 2. Thou hast forgiven the iniquity of thy people. Thou hast covered all their sin. I want to tell you, we must be right with God. We must experience forgiveness. We must experience cleansing. Uh, but then once we experience that, don't go back to that same sin. Uh, how foolish would it be? Uh, how foolish would it be if I'm driving down the road and uh, I'm driving down the road uh, today and I, I drive down Bowling Road and it turns into Zoo Road 
and uh, I'm driving down and there's a sign and there's not a sign there today, but the sign says road closed. And I say, ah, no big deal. I can do it. So I go around the sign and I, I go through and I tear up my car because the road is all torn up and, and I tear up my car. It gets towed to the shop. I get it fixed. I get it back and it probably wouldn't be in a day. It'd probably be a couple days. And I get my car back and I say, you know what? I'm going to do it again. I'm going to go back and I'm going to do the same thing and I'm going to expect a different result. Well, that's foolishness. All I do is tear up my car again. And you say, well, pastor, the first time that was a bad decision and that was foolish. But when you do it again, after you paid the repair bill, after you went however many days without a car and all the hassle and all the embarrassment that you couldn't just obey the sign. I want to tell you, God's put some road signs up for us. God's given us some warnings and how foolish we are to not heed those warnings and how foolish we are that when we disobey and we sin and we experience the consequences, then we get right with God and then we go back and do the same thing. Friend, I want to tell you, God is good and God is gracious. God is merciful, but let's learn. Uh, let's not repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again. Let's draw an eye to God. Let's get in the book. Let's get on our knees and let's seek to walk with Him and let's seek to live a life of God's blessing. We'll talk about that in the days ahead. We saw today the folly, the foolishness, uh, but I'm glad that God, in spite of our foolishness, I'm glad that God is a God of forgiveness. We'll see that later on. Hope you have a great day today. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.